Okay, today's Vad has been sponsored in honor and for the Hatzloch of the entire extended Shasho family. You know them, right? Ralph and Isaac and Ezra and Rabbi Daniel. The whole Chosh of Shasho Meshpacha. Be'ezat Hashem and the Zichut of the Limud HaTorah and the Zichut of the Tzedakah. And Shabim Hatzlech B'chom Ma'asei Yedehem. Amen. Okay, so we're up to over here. We're developing this deep shtikl Torah. From the Rabbi Sosalanta, how the Mishpateh Hashem works, how the Darke Shemayim works, and we're going to see ultimately how Tshuva works. Okay? Very important stuff going down. We're reading it through, but then we're going to go over and try to pull out the Klolom. But we have to read it through to know what he's saying, you know? Okay? So we're up to here. And with this we can explain the Pasuk in Devarim. The beracha that I will bestow upon you if you listen or when you listen. Meaning, ba'akofa. Hashem will give us bracha in order to do good. So it's like uh, He's paying you up front. He's giving you up front the beracha so you should be able to do good. Lema'an tishme'u v'tasu hatoi b'berkasi. I'll give you money, I'll give you children, I'll give you nechasim, I'll give you whatever you need. Why? So you should be able to do mitzvahs with them. So contrary to the way we think, after we have stuff, then Mamela we have a chiv to do mitzvahs. It's really the opposite. Hashem gives us stuff in order to give us the opportunity to do mitzvahs. So the tachlis of everything you got is to do mitzvahs with them. Okay? And then once you do the mitzvahs with them, You'll get even more schar for doing the mitzvahs. That's amazing goodness of Hashem. Ba'aklala, but the curse and the punishment, imloy tishmu. It's only after you transgress. V'loy mekoidah. means if Hashem knows with his idea that a person is going to do a sin, he will not punish him. Because at the end of the day, he still has the opportunity to do tshuva or to, he has the opportunity, I mean, not to sin. He has bechir. Right? Even though Hashem knows, He doesn't let that knowledge influence anything, and He won't take away the beracha. Okay? Let's see further. I can also explain with this, the Chazal and Psochim Kuf Give thanks to Hashem who is good. Asher b'shoiroi oni b'seyoi. That's the words of the Chazal. Thank Hashem, thank the one who collects his debt from a man, from his goodness. The rich man with his shor and the poor man with his seh. What does that mean? Explains it. Ki birkas ha'odom beglal shnei dvorim. Hashem will give us goodness Money, possessions, wife, children, you name it, on the, on the two, uh, on Hoggis. Number one, Ha'alif. Oh, Rabbi Ezra's here. We're excited to learn. Ha'alif. Avura toiv she'osa ha'kodesh bochu sholem schoho. There's one way that Hashem gives us goodness, success, happiness, bracha, is when we earn it. 
So even though the whole system of doing mitzvahs and getting schar for it is in itself a chesed Hashem, but we don't call that hatova because you kind of earned it. Okay, so that's hashkofa bilti meduyekes. In a hashkofa, in an outlook that's not really meduyek, we don't look at it as if you got a free gift, you earned it. Even though the whole, whole concept was a gift that he had to even make, gave us mitzvahs to give us to earn. But we don't call that hatova, we call that earning. Good. Rakshala odami, it belongs to the man. Keschira shayikripalo, like a, a worker who got the payment for his work. Good. What's the open hatava? That's clear. That's the second type. When Hashem gives you bracha pre the mitzvahs. That Hashem already gave us all kinds of things in order that we should be able to have opportunities to do mitzvahs. That's hatava. Good. You're listening, my boy say, Moshe, you're listening? Again. Ham David, you're listening? Hashem showers us with brachas. Okay? But there's two ways He gives it to us. One way He gives it to us as a schar for our avoider. Right? If you listen to Hashem, and asati metaradzachem be'ito, you're a malkish, v'asabdi gonecha, why? He takes care of you. You do mitzvahs, Hashem takes care of you. Okay? Then there's another thing. Even before we did anything, Hashem will give us things, even though in Midas Hadin we don't deserve it, in order to give us the opportunity to be able to do mitzvahs. So sometimes a guy gets married, not because he deserves it. Hashem gives him a good wife, so he can do mitzvahs with it. He doesn't deserve a child necessarily, but he'll give him a child, so he can do mitzvahs, bris milah, you name it. Right? So then you're getting all the bracha pre the mitzvahs, in order to give you to do mitzvahs. That we look at more as an open hatava. Even though everything is hatava. The fact that he gives you schar for your mitzvahs is also hatava. You didn't have to make a system that you could earn. However, in the, we don't see it so much as the open hatava of Hashem. Because at the end of the day we earned it. But the other one, wow, okay? Now, that's step one. Step two, watch this one. Ezra, you with me? Step two. Now this is going to open up a world of Oinshei Shomayim, which again, we're reading it through, and then we're going to go a little deeper into the Lamdis. What happens if Hashem punishes a person by taking away his money? Meaning, if let's say a person earned money, he earned it. So Ba'atzim, now that he did an Avera, and Hashem wants to punish him, where should he take the money from? He should take the money from his money, the money that he earned, right? So again, a guy earned money. Apidin, Torah, Shachar Mitzvahs, he got, he got money. Now he did Averas, and the, the Midas Adin is Mechaev to punish him for Averas. Which money should Hashem take away? You should take away the money that really belongs to the guy. You earned it now, you punish, you gotta pay from your, from your pocket. Okay? Okay? 
so again, he says, but really, which money should Hashem take away? He should take away the money that he fronted him. He gave him money up front, it's like an investment. I invested in you. I gave you money for a reason, to do mitzvahs. Now you went, you did your money, you used the money I gave you for averes. You should take that back. Right? I shouldn't take, I should take, I should take back, that, that's bedin, I should take back that money, right? That's I should take back that then money bedin, right? So therefore, what he says is like this, that even though taking back that money shouldn't be an oinish, right? Again, if a guy did an Avera, okay? So if you want to give him a punishment, you should take away the money that belongs to him. But to take back the money I gave you as an investment to use for good things that he didn't use good for good things, it wouldn't be a punishment. Then I'm just taking back Alpidin, what's mine? I gave you money... Your father gave you some money so you should be able to buy food and stuff from Walmart or whatever it is. And then you go buy cigarettes and all kinds of things, right? I didn't give you the money for that. Give it back, right? That's not an oinish. I'm taking back what I gave you for a reason. You blow it. So give it back to me. That wouldn't be an oinish. But Hashem wants to give us an oinish so we don't have to suffer an oil of my boy, you know? So really, if He wants to give us an oinish, He should truly take away the money that belongs to us. That would be an oinish. Because it belongs to you. I punished you. I made you pay from your money. Right? But yet Hashem does a chesed. He takes back the money that He gave you. He fronted you in order to use it for good things. And He considers it as if it was yours. And He considers it as an oinish and that's the chesed Hashem. And that's what the Gemara means. Hoidu la Hashem ki toiv. Hoidu lemisha goive choivosa shal adam bitoivosoi. He takes back uh, the from a person, he punishes him with the money that he gave him to use for good things. Okay? Now, practically speaking, we still have to understand this, how this works. Because how would a person know which money is being taken away? Money is money, right? Mm-hmm. When you have money, you have money. You don't chop. Did the money come to you because you did good mitzvahs? And that's why you have the money? Or you got the, mitzvah, the money up front? Right? How would you know what the difference is? Okay, so we have to learn that. And we also have to talk about what happens if a guy steals money, you know? So that money is not even yours. So that Hashem takes away from you, Prashtas is not an Oynish. Because he's just returning to the guy you took it from. Okay, so there's a lot to talk about. But again, just for the, so far, for the build of the sugi, okay? Shleiman, you want to get the build of the sugi here? He's the build of the sugi. HaKadosh Baruch gives us all kinds of bracha in two ways. Way number one is earned bracha, schar, right? Yatzlichehu schoroi, your schar. And then this bracha that's not schar, investment money. Hashem invests in us. And it's very important, we'll see that again and again. That's a very special thing to think about. HaKadosh Baruch Hu invests in us. When you're a whole of 18, 19, 20 years old, you know, how many mitzvahs could have you done? And how many uh, good mitzvahs could you have done? And mitzvahs l'shmo that you could have done, right? So what's all the bracha you have? Investing in you. You're a young guy. Hashem says, you have a lot of potential. I'll invest in you. I'll give you money. I'll give you rebeim. I'll give you yeshiva. I'll give you chaverim. I'll give you a wife. I'll give you everything. Invest in you. 
going to see later that HaKadosh Baruch is not a foolish investor either. He's a smart investor too. We'll see. He knows what he's investing in. But he's investing. Right? Fine. So now I have in my bank account, let's look at it this way, earn money, and then I have an investment account. Right? Like in business. You have money that you earned, and then you have money that people invested in you. Now, the guy went and messed up on his investment, you know. He was a bad investment. He's doing our various. So he deserves to be punished. He deserves to be punished. You didn't listen to Hashem, right? So Hashem takes his money. Okay? He has Rahmanus on the guy. He doesn't kill him. He doesn't hurt him. He takes his money. It's painful to lose money. That's a punishment, right? Now, which money does he take? If he would take back the investment money, then it wouldn't be an oinish. I gave you money for investment, you blew it, so now give it back to me. It's a bedin, it's mine. Bedin, it's not yours, it's mine. Right? So technically, he should take back that money, and then he should take back another money from your earned money to punish you. Take back the investment because you're a lousy investment, and take back money from what you earned to punish you. But yet, Hashem, with his unbelievable chesed, says, you know what? I'm only going to take back the money that I invested in you. And I'm going to look at that as if it was your money, even though it wasn't your money. And then it's going to serve as a punishment. And then I don't have to take double money from you. You understand? That's what he says. Now, practically, we still have to figure out how one could feel this chasen. Because, You have to scream out wildly, thanking Hashem that he only took... The investment money didn't take the my money, my earned money, right? So you have to, in order to thank Hashem, you have to feel it. We have to know how to feel it, okay? So we're going to figure that out. Now let's go a little further. Okay, now, let's see. Right to the Amkis. When would Hashem feel that He wants to invest in you? Okay, so like I told you before, HaKadosh Baruch Hu invests in us. Okay? Every morning when you wake up, you should feel good about yourself because God obviously invests in you because He put you back here. Right? So, it's not only waking up in the morning that He invests in us. He invests in us every minute by giving us health, by giving us money, by giving us bracha. He invests in us. Right? But what's the cheshbin that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, He's an investor. Investors have to use their seichel. To figure out who's a worthy investment. So he says, Avada, we said, remember we learned yesterday, Hashem knows things in two ways. First of all, he knows the future. That's one way. And secondly, he knows the future based on logic. He sees your talents. He sees your ability. He sees your choices. He sees the way you're leading your life. So he knows mathematically that you're going to do good. Based on Siba Masuvah, on Seichel. So in which Yediyah does Hashem invest in you? Does He invest in you because He knows that you happen to be, you're going to choose to do well? Or does He know because He knows from now that you're on a path that's going to do well? So since it's a point of investment, just like when you come to a guy to ask him for money to invest in you, you show him your business plan. You show him your past experiences. You show him your capability, right? So the investor uses logic to see that it seems to be a proper investment. Then he gives you money. 
Hashem works the same way. I've invested you in the past, and you did well. I see your talents and your ability and your choices and the things that you're making. You're worthy of the investment. So the investment that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has, that He gives us money, He advances us money and bracha and different things in, in advance, is based on Hashem's idea sechles. And then he says, And don't be so confident in yourself that you deserve that. So you got to really work on yourself, okay? Then the parenthesis I'm going to leave for now because that's like something uh, deep with Bechira. I'm not going into that for a minute. Okay, one more thing. Let's read one more thing. Very important Yerushalmi that we have to get. Yerushalmi says, Shloisha Pinkosim Heim. In Aserosimei Tshuva, by between Rosh Hashanah and Kippur, Hashem has four pads, so to speak, open. Four, you know, ledgers, four book, three books open, okay? Kvanitin lahem, Aserosimei Tshuva, shall Benonim, the middle guys, the Benonim, what does it say over there? They're written in the book of Benonim, that means you have time. If you do Tshuva, then you'll be written in the book of the righteous by Yom Kippur. If you don't do tshuva, you'll be written in the book of the Rishon. That's what it says, right? Good. If you do tshuva, you put in the book of the tzaddikim. Right? If you not do tshuva, you go in the book of the wicked. He's asking a very good question. Why does Hashem have to have a book of Benanim to see if they will do tshuva, I'll put them in the book of Tzadikim. If they don't do tshuva, I'll put them in the book of Rishayim. Hashem knows. Hashem knows. So what is he waiting? You know, Bishlam and me and you, if I want to see if you're going to be a good bocher or not. So I say, I put, take out my attendance sheets and I take checks and X's to see what's going to develop over here, you know? Because what do I know? But God knows! You know, there's no problem. Why, why is it pass? The musig, why is it, you can have such a musig that Hashem's waiting to see? That's Yushalmi's cash. Okay? Now. Shalmi answers, the way Hashem judges is the way you are now. He doesn't go look in the future. That's Yerushalmi Kasha Teretz. Rabbi Sosalant is going to explain this Yerushalmi with Amkis. Kedarkoi Bekoidish. Zok Darazei. Hashem Oid Adova Mafu Leimu Shai Yerushalmi Yishmo Bedova Yediyu Bechira. Hashem Nila Sechel Anush Bechal Lachto Acharav. He says it can't be that Yerushalmi is asking this philosophical question that there is a discussion between the Rambam and the Ravid about this. How come Hashem's knowledge of the future doesn't uproot the concept of Bechira? Okay? Because superficially when you learn this Yerushalmi, it sounds like that's what's going on. Yerushalmi asks, why can't Hashem pass in your Russia based on the fact that he knows you're not going to do tshuva? Answers to Yerushalmi, no. Hashem's idea doesn't change your Bechira, so therefore not. It's not a Shaila Vidir Bechir because that's already uh, something that was known to the earlier and they don't discuss that. It's a very deep uh, topic that's not nitfas in the Seichla Odom, how that works. So he says, 
So the way Rabbi Solomon learns of the Yishalmi Muri de Kazakh. Hashem, of course, based on his knowledge of what you're going to do, does not influence life at all. You still have Bechira, you still have everything. He doesn't use that knowledge to run the world. So which knowledge of the future does Hashem use to run the world? He uses the knowledge of the future based on Teva, Siba Mesuvah. That's the knowledge of the future that he does. So just like by Beracha, right? Why is Hashem investing on you? Not because he knows based on his idea what you're going to do in the future. Because based on you right now, logically you're going to do good in the future. So that's that he does. He knows the future based on the t- present logic of who you are now and based on Siva Masuv what you're going to be. That, yes. So, Frakti Yushalmi, there is a way to know if a guy's not going to do tshuva. The guy's, a, he's not holding by doing tshuva based on seichel, not based on yidiyah. Based on yidiyah sasichli, that's totally on seichel. He knows you're not going to do tshuva. So, why is he wait? Answers you shall me that Aserzimei Tshuva is a very deep thing. Aserzimei Tshuva was made for people who normally al piseichel loyaset Tshuva. And Aserzimei Tshuva they have a special siyat d'shmai to do Tshuva and therefore we wait for them. It is unbelievable tifkait. Again, what's Aserzimei Tshuva for? The guy who al piseichel it's deep thing. A guy who Al-Piseichel will change and grow, he's already written on Rosh Hashanah on the Sefer of Tzadikim. Satif is that. Tzadikim doesn't mean you're a righteous person. Tzadikim means a guy who's going to eventually become righteous. That's a Tzadik. You're leading your life in the right direction. Hashem will give you life, He'll give you brach, He'll give you money, He'll give you everything. Why not? Invest in you. That's Sefer Tzadikim. So who's the, who's the Aserzi Mechuvah for? So I says he made tshuva for a guy that Al Piseichel will not do tshuva. Al Piseichel he will not do tshuva, and then Hakadosh Baruch Hu will go ahead and say in Aserz he made tshuva even this guy could do tshuva. It's like a special siyat in the Shmaya of Aserz he made tshuva that even a guy Al Piseichel doesn't, but the siyat in the Shmaya of Aserz he made tshuva. If he still doesn't do tshuva, then he goes to Rishayim. So who's the safer Rishayim? The safer Rishayim is like we said earlier. The guy who filled his netmale sa'ato. The guy already uprooted. His whole panemius is rotten already. That guy who already reached the, the thing, that's Rishoy. Tzadikim is what? The guys that still have a hope for them. Because apiseichel, they're growing, they're yeshiva. There's, 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 there's a hope for them. Tzadikim. Who's the guy that Aserzimei Tshuva is talking about? That's the guy who's apiseichel not doing tshuva. Special siyat d'shmai, if I say I tshuva, then I'll do tshuva. Let me just read one or two more paragraphs, and hopefully by tomorrow we're going to start cracking open the lumbus of this, okay? Let's just get a little bit more clear. We'll go over all the yisoydis, and we'll get everything clear. Because this is basic fundamentals. If you don't know this stuff, you don't know nothing. You got it? Okay. You're listening, Shuk? Okay. Now, I have to be nice to the Ashkenazim, so they don't feel like... Like they're not w- welcome here, you know? Okay. King Gam Indian Oisit Chuva Vein Oisim Chuva, who I'll peep Chinas Yedia Sechlis. When the Chazal say, a person who's a Oisin Chuva, 
He's in the process of doing tshuva. What does it mean he's in the process of doing tshuva? It's based on the idea of sikhlis. He's muksha for it. He's, he's, he's open for it. Hashem is patient. He waits for the guy. No problem. He has to have a special zechus to stay alive. That's what he says. Even though he says it doesn't, it's not a steer it as Bechira, I'm going to leave that out for now because the Bechira Yadiya Sugi is a very complicated one. Now, last line. What makes you Mukshal Tshuva? Hua Hergish, the feeling. You have to feel your chesroinus. You hear what he's saying like this? To know your Averis. If you sit a guy down and say, okay, what are you doing wrong? He knows. He gets some play for shakras, he looks at this, he does that, but he knows, he knows. But those knowledge is only in the intellect. It doesn't touch his heart. He's not margish bechisran. It means he doesn't feel that he's actually a balchisran that needs to change. He doesn't, he doesn't really accept that in his heart 100%. Especially the way we learned in the earlier of soul that taivas take us. We get taken by taiva. So once we get taken by taiva, we don't use the intellect of what's wrong or what we're doing. Right? So... Or we have habits, and we're just like not really ready to accept that we need to change. You know, I was speaking to somebody who never has an addiction yesterday, and one of the hardest steps in his program of addiction—I don't know if you want to call it recovery in that program—but we're not going into addictions today. That's a different subject. But you have to be macabre. They have to macabre that they have an addiction. You have to macabre it. I mean, it's not in your seichel. You have to macabre it in your leg. You have to be margish your otherwise you can't change. And, and even deeper, if you ever learn the sugi of addictions, which I hope one day you don't have to learn them ever, but if you ever had to study the sugi of addictions, you'll see that addictions is also built on core beliefs. People have beliefs that are so deeply enrooted in themselves, that is the reason why they cause all their problems, that they use addiction to get out of their problems, right? Let's say a guy has a core belief that he's not worth anything, or he doesn't deserve to be matzliach, or he doesn't deserve to enjoy life. Let's say he was, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, went through trauma, I'm not going to go into all the problem of these things, but the guy's a broken guy inside, which created beliefs, so Kolkham, he created the beliefs, he has the problems. money has the problems, he needs the addiction to take care of the problems, which makes him more problems, right? But he has to be able to re-focus uh, and be moida ala emes, that his beliefs are not true and, and these things happen to him. He has to accept certain realities. He has to look reality in the eye. Otherwise, nachai magish chesroinai. Yenachai magish chesroinai, you can't change. So this is a very deep thing, which we're going to expound on, because this is, we're going to, once we finish learning the whole thing, we're going to go down to the practical. We're going to take it down to, 
to the day to day. So it's not good enough for a guy to say, yeah, I go to yeshiva, yeah, gewaldic. I learned toysis, gewaldic. I daven, I this great. But some problems are so deeply rooted in a human being that you have to be moid that you have a problem. You understand? I deal with Bokram and Yungalite. To get a hoido out of a guy is kemat na chaychematis. It takes, I don't know how long, because there are excuses and explanations and biurim and pshotim and, and shtiklachtere and I, you don't even know what's going on over there, right? To get a guy to be moide yeshtiklachat bayav aritzarich lavodim it's a big thing. Rabbi Solzlander says if you didn't hit that point, even though intellectually you know that you're doing something wrong, but you, you still didn't accept it in a way that it touches your hergish. And now you have to make the work. And the work could be a long time too. Sometimes you have to face a problem that could take you five, six years to work on. Who wants to face such a problem? You understand? Who wants to face it? Not easy. We're going to talk about it. It's going to be a big subject. I want to work this subject to the bone because this is Negea. Allah Right? So if you're not Magish Chesar, you're not an Oisin Tshuva. You're not an Oisin Tshuva, you're done. Now, of course, HaKadosh Baruch Hu knows that there's still, you're still, you're still in Yeshiva Lamaisa and you're hearing Shmuzin and maybe one day it'll penetrate or it's penetrating a drop and, okay, so he gives you time. But you have to understand that. God has to be investing in you. You have to make him want to invest in you. Okay, we'll stop here for today.